Welcome to the WRSU Crew, the revolutionary show to hear all things sports, from your very own Rutgers Athletics to the hot topics in all professional and collegiate sports from around the globe, coming to you from your own Rutgers students. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your ride with the crew. And welcome to the Friday Crew here on WRSU. I'm Chris Akonis, joined by the one and only Jake Schmid. We've got a jam-packed show for you today. At 4.30, we'll be talking to Jordan Pagano ahead of Big Ten Wrestling Tournament, which will be held at the Rack next weekend. But we're going to start this off right away, going right into it. We've got head coach Scott Goodale live on the phone with us on the crew. Coach, how you doing? I'm doing good, guys. How are you? Good, good, Coach. Nice to hear from you. Um, so yeah. next weekend, obviously, you guys got a lot of all the other Big Ten schools coming for the Big Ten tournaments held at the Rack. We'll have coverage of that on WRSU for both sessions. Uh, what does this really mean to host this large event here on the banks for you guys? Uh, it's exciting. You know, we uh, we have an incredible fan base, and uh, we've, we've had some really cool experiences at the Rack, not only from a wrestling standpoint, but from a USA wrestling standpoint, Final X, uh, so there's a lot of good things happening at the rack. I think the Big Ten understands that. Uh, they know it, they, it sold out pretty quick. They kind of knew it would because of the rabid fan base here in New Jersey. So we're excited to host it. We get an opportunity to show off our new facility. Uh, we get a, a chance to show off our fans, uh, which will be loud and proud, of course. And uh, it's one of the best championships in college sports. So we're, we're certainly excited to be hosting it. I want to talk about Sammy Alvarez for a second. Leads the team with the highest ranking in RPI and coaches at number nine. How has he transitioned into a starter's role so quickly as a true freshman coming in for, you know, Nick Soriano who won a national title at that class? Yeah, just uh, he's an incredible talent. You know, he's an incredible talent. He has a, a lot of belief in his ability to wrestle, and it doesn't matter who he's wrestling. It's, uh, he believes he can win every time out, and that's translated. He's a super, super confident kid who loves the sport, is a student of the sport. But that being said, he's also very laid back and has a different uh, kind of manner mannerisms than some other guys. You know, he doesn't get wound too tight. He doesn't let the moment get too big. So he's able to perform at a high level in some pressure situations. And that's what's really been the, the key for him the course of this season, getting through navigating these Big Ten waters. is just he just never lets the moment get too big. And he, he's always excited for – a big challenge and that's of course he's gotten that plenty this year and and he's responded another freshman who's really navigated the big 10 waters as you put it has been nico aguilar he's 20 and 8 to finish his first regular season he's obviously a redshirt his first year with the uh, varsity team what has really impressed you about his skill at 125 you kind of found a consistent wrestler at that weight class now well that's probably it right his consistency has been key you know he went through this this little lull which most freshmen hit he hit a wall here in January, early February, uh, where I think he lost four or five in a row, but has since responded. He just wrestles really, really hard, and Nick's really, really good when he's on his offense and attacking, and he's using his speed. He's a very fast wrestler. He's not the biggest 125-pounder, so that's probably the weakness with him is, is he's a small 125-pounder, but as he gets older and, and more mature, he'll grow into this weight a little bit more, but he's done a great job. He's been our fire starter. He's won some really big matches for us, and and I think the best thing about him, he's really good in three positions. For the most part, he can get off the bottom, uh, and, and he can ride and score points on top. And when he's doing those things, he's usually winning. And when he struggles doing those is when he usually loses. So he's been pretty consistent, though, throughout the year. 
And, and I guess sort of to tie all this in, when you have uh, at times four or five freshmen in the starting lineup, as a coach, how do you sort of manage that? Like you're talking about guys that have a ton of potential and a ton of promise, but they may not have the experience to compete in a tough Big Ten lineup right away. So how is yeah. getting them to transition to that role at such a young age, how is that for you as a coach? Well, I think, uh, you know, these guys, it's exciting for the, the fact these guys have grown up. And, you know, I've been here 13 years now. And the staff's been together for a long time. And our goal was to always get Rutgers on your mind from the get-go, from a little kid. And these guys have grown up watching matches at the rack and, and wanting to wrestle here. So when, when they get to the campus, they, they don't want to wait until their junior or senior year. They want to go right now. So if they're capable of doing it, they want to go. And, and that's exciting. But at the same time, you kind of know what you're getting when you go through this Big Ten, this Big Ten season and all the great teams. You know, it's the premier conference in wrestling. It may be the pre premier conference in any sport anywhere. So uh, you have to really not only be talented, you got to be strong-minded. you got to be a tough son of a bit, you know, that's so big. Uh, and it's a hard thing. As a staff, we're excited, but you also got to be really, really smart that your guys aren't, aren't treading too much water. They're not, you know, you start losing a lot, you start to worry, you know, and, and at some point you still got to win. It doesn't matter your age because there's freshmen winning the national tournament. So at some point you got to win, you got to win in a big spot. And if your guys are doing that and, and there's going to be bumps along the, along the way. And, and for the, let's be honest, we've lost four or five duels that we could have easily have won, but because of lack of experience, you know, whether it's not finishing a match on top, whether not getting out off the bottom or losing in overtime or getting pinned in overtime, you know, we've lost those matches based on experience. So you deal with it, you handle it, you get better and you prepare for, for March, which is where we're at. So, Going off of that point, Coach, the um, the take I guess the major takeaway for this season, you guys have a winning record again, another winning record to add to your resume, but really what has been the major takeaway? As you said, there's been some matches that you could have won that you lost, but you have March ahead of you. You've got Big Tens and NCAAs on your horizon. What do you really take away heading into those primetime matches? Well, I, I, I think they're all, right, they're all window dressing for what's about to take place. Like there's nothing like the Big Ten tournament and the national tournament. So, if you use those losses and use those situations these guys have been in and you, you dwell on them, it doesn't help you at all. But if you, if you learn and gain from it and you start wrestling good this time of the year, and really I don't believe in peaking. I believe peaking is motivation. If you're motivated to wrestle well, you'll find a way to do it. So uh, that's kind of what I take away from it. You know, there, there's so many big spots. I look at the season and our staff sits there and think, wow, you know, we're 10 and seven we could easily have been 14 and three, but what does that matter? What does that matter? You know, it just means we're 14 and three and we'll probably have a higher national ranking at the end of the day. It's about putting people on the podium at the national tournament and to do that. You got to get through the big 10 tournament. So we'll try to survive. We'll try to get through it. We'll keep learning this weekend. We understand we got six guys that have really, if you think about it, we have six freshmen, but probably eight guys that have never wrestled in this tournament. So it's a big spot for them. And, and we got to make sure we do a good job of preparing them, and we've tried to do that all week. And uh, but that's really what I take away is I won't know where we're at until really the next couple of weeks. So what is you talk about? You know, all these freshmen growing up watching matches at the rack. Mm -hmm. What is sort of the effect in your mind on having such a big tournament that is the Big Ten tournament at the rack at your home arena? 
What does that do for your program and for recruiting? I don't know. You know, I just think it happens to be here at the rack, right? In New Jersey. And, and that's exciting. You also got the New Jersey state wrestling championships going on the same exact weekend. So from a recruiting standpoint, I don't know how much, you know, I don't know how many recruits will get here on Sunday uh, because they'll be wrestling obviously all weekend, but at the end of the day for us, man, and I, and I, I hate to sound boring, but there's going to be four mats down on Saturday. And I've been in this, we've been in this conference and been wrestling these qualifying tournaments now for, we've been in the conference for five or six years, been going to the qualifying tournaments for the last 13 years. There's always four mats down. It's, and I don't want to give you the whole Hoosiers thing, but at the end of the day, there's four mats. We're, we're happy at home. We're comfortable. Our, our week will be comfortable. We don't have to travel. But when you put your foot on the line, shake hands, uh, with an opponent that's going to be really, really good. It doesn't matter. It's what you. It's how you're prepared, and we can't get caught up. It's at the rack. You know what I mean? There'll be a ton of Penn State, a ton of Iowa, a ton of Michigan fans, Nebraska fans. So um, it's cool that it's here. It's exciting. But at the end of the day, there'll be four mats on Saturday. There'll be three more on Sunday. It'll be a raised platform. It'll be a really cool experience. But you got to find a way to get your hand raised. That's the way we're looking at it. You mentioned the uh, the whole like experience and all that stuff. A lot of veterans like Jordan Pagano and um, Jordan Pagano really he has hasn't wrestled a full season rather since 2017 when he was an NCAA qualifier. But um, you know, for his mentality and for the veterans, what have you really seen for the veterans and their kind of I guess seeing this maturity within the freshman class? I, I think our, our upperclassmen kind of know what to expect, maybe from weeks like the week we just went through, right? The way we're preparing, how we're going to prepare tomorrow morning, right? We have a certain workout we do every Saturday before the Big Ten Championships, and, and they know it's coming. They're excited about it. They're, they're embracing it instead of hating on it and dwelling it because it's going to be hard tomorrow. And it'll be really, you know, from here on out, it'll be fine-tuning, but tomorrow's a really hard go, and it, it entails a lot, of, uh, a lot of conditioning and really mind work. And our guys that have been around the program know that this day's coming, and they're excited about it. So just understanding how these two weeks work and really sharpening your tools, fine-tuning your skills, but at the end of the day, be incredibly healthy, excited to wrestle because those are the most those are the most dangerous guys, the ones that are super excited about wrestling the tournament and want their season to continue. Those are the guys that are dangerous, and that's where we got to get our, our guys' minds to be. Let's talk about Joe Grello for a second. He hasn't wrestled at 174 since his injury at Penn State back in January. Uh, what has his recovery process been like, and will we see him return to the mat next weekend? That's that's really, really, as we speak right now at 4.05, that's really up in the air. Uh, he hasn't, he's done a great job, re, you know, trying to rehab and recover. He's not 100%. Um, so then you start thinking, does he qualify for a medical? So we've talked to compliance. There's just a lot of unknowns right now with Joe. Again, we're still a week out. Can it get better? Yeah. Will it get better? I don't know how. I don't. It won't be 100. percent That's for sure. So as a staff, we got to make a we got to make a decision on what we're going to do with him going forward. At the uh, heavyweight, Alex Esposito was kind of your day in starter. But we saw a few times, three times, where Matthew Kareni uh, stepped up in the spotlight. He had a pin at the rack once. But how do you really envision the heavyweight going forward at Big Tens? We're going to figure that out tomorrow morning. Those two will wrestle off. Uh, in our only wrestle off and see where we're at and, and go from there. So right now, I don't know which guy is going to be the guy. And, and you know, we talked about, I, I, I keep circling back to this theme, but we, we talked about, you know, all of these young wrestlers getting into such a big spot. 
Have any veterans of the program that recently graduated, like Anthony Ashnall or people like that, have any of them gotten involved and like maybe gave a message of encouragement or advice to some of these young guys that get set for this big stage? Well, we have uh, Anthony in the room all the time. So he's around our guys all the time and training with our guys. So, uh, again, we've been gone about our business this week. I'm sure as we get closer, guys will want to talk and communicate and and see. But right now it's been about training, preparing, getting healthy, uh, and and putting your head down and going to work. But Dan Rinaldi was in today, who's a four-time national qualifier alumni. So we've had some guys come through, but we're not focusing on on Saturday morning right now, we're focused on getting better every day. And I know that sounds boring, but that's getting better every day, getting healthy and being excited about wrestling come next weekend. What has really been the uh, approach in practice as we get closer to big tens? Are you guys still practicing the same way? Are you adding any, any pressure, any, any uh, stuff like that to quell the, uh, the nerves a little bit? Yeah. I mean, we did, we've done some stuff. We've done some unique stuff this week and we've wrestled a lot this week. We've put them through it this week. We've did a lot of, We've done a couple double sessions. Uh, today, for example, Friday, we, we simulated the Big Ten tournament. We came in at 9 o'clock. We got a warm-up. Uh, we, we, we got a really, really good drill. We, we sparred a match and wrestled the match. Got something to eat and came back in an hour and a half because we got to wrestle in an hour and a half. That's kind of how it works. And then we did another good warm We did another warm-up, cleared the match, played the national anthem, and got ready for one seven-minute go. So we simulated the Big Ten tournament today. Uh, that was good. We'll do a little bit more of that tomorrow. It'll be really, really hard after that, and then we'll start to taper. And uh, JoJo Aragona at 149, he's also, or excuse me, 141, uh, he's also shown a lot of promise, but he's had a little bit of an up-and-down year. What, what do you make of his first year as a starting wrestler for Rutgers? I mean, I think that's pretty safe to say. Safe to say. It's been up-and-down. It's, uh, you know, obviously coming in, he was very highly recruited. He was a blue-chip recruit and just never really got on that got on that road to where he got on a hot streak and was wrestling really really good there was ups and downs throughout the course of the season big win here bad loss there but here's the thing with jojo right and everybody else we're zero and zero we're zero and zero and the one thing i've learned through this conference is anybody on any given day can can win at this level so jojo's capable uh but he's got to get in his mind he's able to win and when he puts his foot on the line he's got to believe I could do this for seven minutes better than anybody in the weight, and I'm going to put my best foot forward and see what happens and wrestle as hard as I possibly can and compete. And if he does that, he'll be all right. Final question here. When you started coaching this program, did did you imagine you'd go from you know coaching in the College Ave gym to hosting the Big Ten tournament at the rack with a sold-out crowd? Uh, you know, well, first we started in 2008 in front of 22 22- 22 fans on January 4th, 2008. So to, 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 I'd, be, I'd be lying to you if I said I sat there and go, just you wait. You know, we're going to host this thing at the rack. We're going to host it because we didn't know we'd be in the Big Ten. So that would be a lie. But we had this vision for this program uh, that, that we would do some special things and we would wrestle in front of thousands and thousands of people. And we do that now night in and night out. So uh, I'm not surprised the Big Ten has come to Rutgers. Uh, not at all uh, because of our fan base, because of the passion the fans have for wrestling in this state. So uh, I knew we'd be doing something like that. We hosted the EIWAs in 2011, which was a really great crowd. But this is a totally different world being in the Big Ten. So uh, we'll always try to do things outside the box. Hosting Final X was 
was incredibly huge. Wrestling outside in the football stadium was a really big deal in front of 16,000. So we had this vision. We would do some special things. I'm not shocked or surprised at all that the Big Ten came calling and wanted the championships to be here. So uh, we're, we're just super fired up for it. And I know our, our wrestling community, our athletic department, has done a great job preparing uh, the university and the Big Ten teams for, the, for this next couple, you know, for this next weekend coming up. Well, thank you, Coach. We appreciate the time, as always. It's a pleasure speaking with you and hearing about your thoughts on the upcoming season, and we will see you next weekend, March 7th and 8th, for the Big Ten Tournament at the Rutgers Athletic Center. That was head coach Scott Goodell of the Rutgers wrestling team who spoke with myself, Jake Schmidt, and Chris Sakonis for a little bit on crew.